Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is Boys Don't Cry and part two of a discussion about ambition. I'm joined by Grace Campbell and Danny McLaughlin. So... A few little facts. Men do report being more ambitious. So it's as, as sexist as it sounds. Every study they look at, every way you crunch the numbers, men seem to... Re- whether Now, whether that's been choked out of the female children emotionally as they grow up, who knows? We'll never, we won't solve that on a bloody podcast if the scientists and sociologists can't. But a recent study from the Centre for Work-Life Policy showed that at the start of their careers, 47% of young women claim to be very ambitious versus 62% of young men. That's paired with bosses automatically view men as ambitious bosses are five times more likely to view men as ambitious more than women in the in the workplace and this is the perhaps the most interesting one men are perceived as more confident even when they're equally ambitious so a YouGov survey for the young women's trust revealed that men are perceived as more confident whereas when women put in the same effort with the same language they're perceived as conscientious <laughs> That's pretty damning, isn't it? Oh, it so, doesn't so, shock uh, me at all, though. It's such a it's such a weird word, conscientious, because we all want to be sort of earnest and trying, but there's a there's a sort of grey smallness that's to it that sort of boxes you off, doesn't it? As a person, Grace, there's, there's something. It's a sort of double. It's a damning with faint praise. That one. Yeah, but I just I have so many um, anecdotes in my book, Amazing Disgrace, and I talk about this a lot when I got into the <laughs> into the sort of comedy world and and TV in particular, I have so many experiences where, you know, because my, and it is that thing, I think it's a bit like, you know, younger people are more likely to be left wing. And then once they sort of buy a house and have kids, they then veer over to the right because they want Mm. to protect their money. And I think when you, before you really know what the workplace is like as a woman, you are like, fuck it. As soon as I'm in there, I'm going to tell all of these cunts what to do. And I'm not going to let anyone make me feel small. And then you get in there and you are the only young person or you are the only woman. And then it does day by day sort of great on you. And it becomes harder to sort of have quick comebacks and, and work out how to really fight against it. And that's how slowly that statistic trickles down where like men are more likely to apply for jobs that they aren't actually qualified to do and women are less likely to apply for jobs that they are overqualified to do because they still don't think they'd get it. Um, but I think like, yeah, that for me, and this is coming back, I think I was very lucky that I was raised in the way that I was and in the environment that I was because it gave me this unwavering sense of confidence and it meant that I would still, um, you know, 
talk back to these twats, particularly in, in <laughs> television, um, who I won't name names because I'll get sued, but buy my book, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's interesting because the, the other study I've been looking at backs up what you say, but it also makes a discovers a counterintuitive thing that women become more aggressive, ambitious and more like to shove out their elbows when competing against other women. So when you fill a workplace with more females, the other females achieve more by going, they're more encouraged. To well, or so- is it or is it that when you have a workplace which is male dominated and there are, say, 70, 30 male to female, the women are made to feel they have to yes, compete with each other. That's the other. That's because the other part it's of the a much smaller gap for them to get into. And I think that's what's definitely changing with my generation. We're so much more like we'll just pull other women up with us. And, you know, I've got one of my titles um, of my chapters is women who don't support other women can't come. And I basically think that women who... I'd watch that video. (laughs) I would click the shit out of that. That's got everything I love, ambition, commercialism. Yeah. Um, Orgasms. Um... And squirting. (laughs) I support you, yeah. (laughs) That yeah was too... God, no, very hard. Listen, it's been a long six months. Um, but I do think it's very it's very bad for the soul to like push other women down, and that's that's what I, I think is changing. But yeah, but do, do you not think there's an element? It's, okay, let, let me let me let me use a different example to try and illustrate what I'm saying. As soon as I am amongst other working class people that sound like me with my background, and we're all in a brainstorm, whether it's or or heaven forbid I was on Mock the Week or something like that, I'm much more confident in being gobby saying what I want and excuse me do you mind if I I think I'll be better on that joke whereas if everyone's pot doesn't matter whether they're male or female if they're not from my social demographic do you not think there's an element of it in gender as well not with men feeling more confident we're there with men because I think like you said because the patriarchal way society is set up a man will it won't make any difference to me whether they're male or female working class people but I suspect because of the the stuff you've experienced historically if it were a panel show for example or a meeting full of women wouldn't you feel more confident going hang on a second exactly I, I, I feel more empowered to share or say I think that'll be funnier if we do it this way or what about if we all did it this on Monday instead of Tuesday and shook up the logistics. Well, I think so. And I think that's why that con- contradicts the point, which which you said earlier, which is true and definitely used to be true about women competing with other women. I actually think once you see the benefits of working with other women on yourself in that once you stop competing with other women, it then makes you feel more confident because you're not trying to push each mm. other down. You're just sort of all backing each other. Um, I've had that experience so many times now and it is, but at the same time, I love rising to the occasion. I love being in a room where I'm the only woman because I love making men feel weird. Like it's like just one of my <laughs> weird little sort of cosplays that I do in my head. Another video I just... I'd click. Yep. <laughs> 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 I would. Wouldn't you click that? Grace makes men feel weird. Yes, click. What's going on? It's <laughs> just Jimmy Carr with his eyes rolling in his head where he's had a funny turn or something. Um, let's change the subject, Danny. Ambition. What's more comfortable for you? Day by day, medium term or long term? If I had to make you set goals, would you go, do you know what? I'm going to take it week by week. I'd rather say next week I want to get my diary in order. I'm going to lower the kitchen ceiling the week after. <laughs> or grow. Or, a, or a, a lot of people are more confident going five years. I sometimes think it's a bit of a cop-out plan that. In five years, you know, I'm going to complete the punchline of this joke I've started. If I can grow up, yeah, have a coffee, you do get it done. Is you just leave a longer amount of time for something like whatever's happened this year to happen. True. Like if you're like, oh, in five years, and then you go, oh yeah, but COVID. 
like if you're doing shit day by day and week by week you're actually getting it done there's there's no or you're not do you know what i mean there's mm. no there's no excuses you either have done it or you haven't because you didn't or you did like there's no like oh yeah but then we had another baby or blah 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 mm. like if you set i think if you set closer goals like goals that you can achieve sooner it's, so, it's, so just just for some blokes and girls that'll be listening to this, they're probably thinking, "But what do you mean? A week? A year? How, what, what's the what's your optimal for Danny McLaughlin? Do you like what yearly is, goals or Because you... like obviously, goals take longer to achieve. Like if I'm like, "Oh, I want to win a BAFTA," I'm not going to win a BAFTA next week, am I? Or or that's going to have to be a long term goal, and then mm. I'm going to have to sort my shit, and then something else will happen, and that's why the I kitchen. haven't done it. The kitchen's kitchen. going to be done yeah. at some point. So the kitchen the is like the, the milkman. He, I can phone him tomorrow, <laughs> Mike. I can give Mike a text. I can order another semi skimmed. Shit like that. Like they're the goals that actually get done, though. They're the ones like I think the longer you leave the goal, the more pie in the sky it probably is, and less important to you. What, Grace, what, what's if what sort length, what type of ambitions do you set most commonly? Should I say? Well, I think are you, are, exactly do, do what Danny's saying. Do you ever do daily? Yeah, daily. Oh my god, and setting daily goals is amazing because you get them done. You know, That's, like I have yeah. to pay this invoice or I have to send this thing off, I have to reply to this email. Would you ever you have an like... ambition for a day? It's quite a large word. Would you say by the end of the day, I'm going to have blah 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 with my relationship. I'm going to have got my head where I want to be with blah blah blah. Would you, you know, would you ever go I that big in a day? I used to. I used to. I used to be like, by the end of this week, I'm going to have a TV show on the BBC. Like that's what I was like when I was like yes. 19. I was like, I will be on television uh, by the end of tomorrow. But then you realise that's not realistic, and you get yeah. really realistic. And you I, end up I, naked I, at Wimbledon like that, going, I, <laughs> I win. Technically, I've achieved my goal. The thing is, with that, sorry to cut you off. The, the, the thing is, why that is good though, because say that goal is a five-step goal and you try and do it by the end of the week you may only get three steps into that five-step goal but you've still made real inroads in a week longer than you would in five years do you know what I mean like so I think so and I also think it's it's about being like what what is a realistic goal so I did something really like lame like when I finished university I sat down for a day with a notepad and I did like a triple Venn diagram and I did like my short-term goal. No, I did my long-term goals first and then I worked my way backwards and worked out all of the things I would have to do before I'd get to my long-term goals, which are probably going to be like in my 40s and 50s. And I worked my way backwards and then made really realistic ones like doing Edinburgh was just one of the ones that I was like... That was was a short-term goal. If getting a a BBC show in a week, is if that's a short-term goal for you, what are your long-term goals? Which circle was the BBC show in? My long-term goal is to be... Flight. Flight. (laughs) Invisibility. She used to be able to play R. Kelly as she drew that one. I am actually the one working on the vaccine for Corona. (laughs) That is me. I know. Had so much Viagra left over. All you've got to do is crush up a Viagra and add saline solution to it and it turns into the COVID vaccine. That's how Pfizer got there so quickly. That is true, Russell. Just inject it into yourself. That's right. So let's talk about, because we were talking about definition of ambition earlier and how if uh, Danny made this brilliant point, if a man said, oh, I'm just going to have two kids, it's like... We, we have to change gear when we want to go into male emotional ambition. But let's just talk about familial uh, and relationship ambition. Let's take your average, let's start young. Let, let's take your average 21, 22-year-old man. Stopped him in the street tomorrow. You ever listen to Boys of Girl? I do actually, Russell, I love the show. What would you say your ambitions are with the other sex for the next five years? I don't mean to be cynical, 
But I'm guessing a lot of men would say, I'd like to get up to maybe 500, 1,000, do a couple of phalarakis. <laughs> if I can get two Ibifas in one year, that's I'd where blokes' heads go straight away. If you talk about ambition with females, no matter how you phrase it, it goes into the shagging box instantly. I'm not saying that's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. It's just an observation. How do you think a woman might answer that question? Would a millennial girl say exactly the same thing? I'm hoping to collect 500D by the time I'm 30. <laughs> How do you like that, granddad, and then walk off? <laughs> or, or is it, or do we start to hear some of the disturbing language that I'm hearing from some of my female friends in the 30s? You know, I would like to have met someone in the next five years. It would be nice to be pregnant by the time I'm 35. The most hardened, free, feminist, MDMA-taking sisters of my 20s. 20s and now spitting these <laughs> sentences what's going on grace campbell well i think um i mean i do i do think when you get into your 30s it does that pressure does change so i'm not sure i'm not there yet i'm in my mid-20s so who knows i might start even saying that when i hit 30 i have no idea but you're I'm primed a- to answer the example question then if i say to you what's your relationship ambitions for the next 10 years where did your head go first when that question's asked well i definitely um would like to be in a happy healthy relationship I do not want to have children anytime soon. I want to be I want to be much more rich and successful before I have kids. And I want to, you know, own my own property and and be set a bit more set before I have a child. I also am so aware of the way that it impacts women's lives versus men. So mm-hmm. I think that's just a big difference with ambitious ambitious women. One of the reasons that I think men find them a bit off-putting is because they don't have that same desire to just settle down and, and start a home and start a family because that doesn't really fit in with a lot of people's career goals. Um, I do think for my age group of women, that's really different now. I think we're we're much more like afraid of actually... I think now it's a bit it's a bit cringe when you hear someone be like, I just want to get married and have babies now. I'm like, bro, what are you doing with your life? Like, sort yeah. your shit out. Mm. That is just embarrassing. Would you would you say that they had no ambition? No, mm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't that. say that. I wouldn't say that. But I would just say like that to me isn't in your mid twenties. I just don't think that's like gonna cause as much happiness as I think it might. If you sort of thought about your career more, I just I'm so aware of like women getting into their older years and then really regretting um, having kids so quickly or not having made enough of a footing in their careers. So that's more like a worry for me. Is it less ambitious? I mean, I don't know. It just really depends on what you classify as ambition. Not because they're saying my ambition is to have babies. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Um, Danny, do you, do you, in your experience, do you think that men are less ambitious with their relationships than women? I.e., you maybe it's a class thing, I don't know, but the, you don't hear as many blokes in the 30s going, I just really want to, I want to be engaged. I, I, as long as I'm engaged in five years. I, a, a single man Swan. aged 45, I probably still would not expect to even hear the sentence, as long as I've got my babies by the time I'm 50, you can be a dad, it would still be like, think oh, I could probably get up to 2,000 if I yeah. hold out to the 50th <laughs> Yeah, it's like, I'm probably still thinking he could probably play for England on the 21s at like 39. <laughs> I could still, do, you know what, I could still have a good game down the park and the scouts might be there. <laughs> I, could get, I could get sponsored by Ventolin. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's ambition. <laughs> that's what, yes, yeah, that that's is, what it is. Um, I don't know, you're right though. I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever heard a man a friend of mine or, or any mate or any any man just in the pub or in the street talk about engagement and not mention like that it was, oh, I, I just did it because it's what she wanted to do. Like, mm. I'd love to know the actual stats on how many men get engaged because they think they need to get engaged. How many would just leave it or whether they thought that like she was going to leave because that was the final straw? Because I don't think, I don't think it's, well, it, see, I'm making sweeping generalizations here, but I don't know whether it's in men's, I don't want to say makeup, but you know what I'm trying to say. To, you're going off your, listen, you're allowed to go off your personal, you know, right. one could be slated for going off what they I personally have never, experienced. I have ever grown up thinking about engagement and, and marriage, really. It's so not... do you think men are less ambitious in the relationship? If we're talking about ambitions towards home and hearth, do you think men are less ambitious This in is how mad I respect? think it is. I think you'd see a lot more ambition from men about getting married if it was free or cheaper. I think that's, a, that's another thing with, with men. They see marriage and, and engagement grand day out, it? as an expense. Like, oh, imagine the holiday we could have went on with that. Like, so I honestly don't think any men, I don't, I don't know, like, I'm mumbling, but... No, the reason you're mumbling is it's a horrible, it sounds like a dinosaur thing to say. Yeah. But you're not doing anything wrong, Danny. You're you're openly and honestly describing what I suspect is no different from a 25-year-old man now and a 45-year-old man is... My friend um, Scott is newly um, single, and he's, I never hear him, I never hear him saying, do you know what, I have a couple of years on my own, but, I, you know, the thought of not meeting someone, I will meet someone else and marry them, and say, it's like, fuck it, whatever happens, yeah, I think I might I go to Japan think... and learn to be a ninja. That was genuinely something he said on the group. I think back in the day, years and years and, and millions of years ago, or whatever, not millions, but thousand years ago, hundred years ago, <laughs> men, 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 we got married, like... <laughs> men got married because they wanted to fuck, and yep. they weren't allowed. And that's why yeah. they did it because they wanted to to see some tits, and mm. instead of like and some ankle or whatever, and and now I think men get married because they still think they they have to. Like I honestly don't think talk like my friends and stuff, and I, like I say, I can only go off my experience and and my mm-hmm. friends and stuff. 
everyone talks about marriage like it's the biggest ball ache ever. Like, oh, and there's a lot of that, like head movement, like, oh, it's what she wants, isn't it? It's what she does keep her happy. So just taking out the the child rearing element, which is sadly, uh, Grace, until we have universal childcare from birth, we'll never equalise men and women. Uh, like also until men give birth well in De- Denmark they've got about as close as you can and and lo and behold wages have, have equalized a lot more there is that as, <laughs> yeah. as soon as you've given birth and you can move if you want to you can go back to work there's, there, there, there is a really brilliant childcare from day okay there's a there's a few weeks at the end where you're heavily pregnant and it's not ideal but the, the, the and structure, your vagina gets ripped up your vagina gets ripped up <laughs> but there's the structure is there at least economically for you to chase your, your ambitions should you want to not that anyone has to if they don't want to no judgment here guys but do you do you agree with, about that that men are less uh, ambitious in relationship they don't ever seem to have any goals or give a fuck if i'm still shagging at 17 that's the way to cook these crumbles yeah Gary. i think i think there's definitely a huge difference i mean i'm gonna go off of my personal experience and i've never had any desire to be married i definitely want to have kids but i i'm like the person who all of my best mates who want to get married i'm like you're wild to me like again you should just go on a massive fucking holiday and pay for us all to go like it's just crazy to me that people spend money on weddings um so i'm i'm definitely more like on men's side with that which would mean would suggest i'd be more successful with men but um i mean i am pretty successful i've just Mm. my my most recent relationship really he was the sort of perfect example of someone who he wanted to have he wanted to be a stay-at-home dad he wanted to support my career he wanted to do all of the things that i've sort of wanted in a man don't ask what's happened now but no um, <laughs> hey, oh, when he told you it, he knew how to grow a chili plant you caved his head in on week three of lockdown <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened to a lot of men men have gone missing oh, i know how to grow a chili plant cave cave bury in the garden gone i just think this stuff needs to become less gendered that's what i, think. I agree like that's, that's- i think we need to stop thinking about you know, and I'm not I'm not saying anyone on this conversation is doing that. I think women do gender the idea of being married. They take on too much responsibility of like, mm-hmm. even the fucking idea that you wait for a man to do it. If you want to marry someone, propose to them and then see if they want to get engaged to you. The idea that someone's like, oh my God, I'm just, he's, he hasn't proposed. I thought he was going to propose last December and he still hasn't proposed. It's fucking Yeah, what, what is it? It's like me. Jane Austen or something. It's, it's like, come wild. on, man. It's not 1830, ladies. So I just think we need to really, if this stuff is you know going to carry on in the way that it is which is which it will we need to just take the the really gendered ideas from it and i think weddings are just the best example of that it needs Um, it needs to be like a cultural reset with weddings i think you know that thing that's like all over twitter at the minute is like normalize and then whatever it's the new the new mm. meme like it should it should be it's all right to have a wedding where you just sign the papers you don't have to have a big party and stuff women can propose to it but people don't know this and it just I honestly just needs like a trailblazer or well or you know some, what i also think, I think well it, it think will be me zoom call it will she's be on me. this she's on this zoom call <laughs> i will propose to myself no but i do think as well <laughs> to break your knee where you're trying to make it face yourself <laughs> face me leg <laughs> i think it's so ingrained in our culture in terms of like friendship groups so danny coming back to what you were saying about like groups of mates you know i think a guy would be and i've i've observed this with loads of men that i'm friends with they'd be more embarrassed to admit to their mates that they were proposed to by a girl 
you know mm. that they, they would see an element of shame to that and i think that that is sort of stuff like that that really needs to start changing because otherwise girls won't have as much confidence to propose to their boyfriends because they'll be like well well he's just going to laugh and say no because he's going to be scared of what his friends will think likewise even when guys get worried about saying that they're engaged they get worried about you know their friends taking the piss out of them um this is mm. horrible but i know a guy who got engaged and married because he wanted to outdo his friend's wedding <laughs> Like, that's quite. That's, that's the not shit a traditionally that male thing to do, is it? Really? Well, yeah. sort of like a one up, like a little one upsy. Like yeah, I, I think to see I that in Mean think... Girls, not in like Danny's mate, but <laughs> Mean Girls Wednesday Three, they... where they're all grown up. It maybe. was Wednesday, and they did wear pink. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I honestly think there'd be. I'd love to know how many less weddings there'd be if there was a law that you weren't allowed to tell anyone or put it on Instagram or Facebook oh, that you were married. Man, I, I would second that definitely. Yeah, yeah I just hardly I, any. It's like where, you know, and, and so coming back to the original thing of like, are women more ambitious with relationships than men? I really think it's that women are made to feel that their success is marked off of how healthy a relationship they are, whether or not they have a husband and a cockapoo and a mortgage, you know, mm. they're judged on that way more than men are. You see a woman single in her 30s and 40s and people are sort of assume that they're sad and they're not happy. Whereas like a man, it's like, God, he's just fucking living his life. Um, I want to go back to something we said earlier, which we, which I was surprised, but I thought it had been shot down in more of a hail of bullets. When you ask, what's your ambition? And average men are one, 200, 300, body count, body count. Men seem to have sexual ambitions we're now we're not talking about because this is another subject individual sexual orgasmic full body sensory ambitions <laughs> but for the experience in the bedroom which i would hope all men and women who've got not enough attitude, men care about no. whether or not a woman's come not enough can care about a woman but about towards yourself we're talking about so hopefully we all want we all want to feel and experience wonderful shagging i'm talking about an, an, a sort of and uh, um, this won't be news to Danny, whether it will be to Grace. Many men actually do have a chart with body count and so scores do I. on it. But I'm just, well, this is what I want to get to the bottom of. Do women have the same sort of adolescent boy sexual targets that men retain well into their 50s? Well, I can't speak for all women, but me and my girls no. from school, we... This is great to hear, Grace. Tell we us. were very much... Um, I'll shout out my best friend, Anna, because she'll love it. She'll well, love you it. probably shouldn't have before you give the list. But... <laughs> <laughs> right, Anna, first on anal and double... double. She the was, one, The first one to do she skier was. hands. It was in her name. <laughs> she did skier hands with Darren and me. I mean, what a choose. No, but definitely, I mean, that for, for us at school, it was much more like who's going to shag the most amount of people. I mean, school maybe ah, a bit brilliant. too early, but in our late teens, early 20s, I mean, we were like, we were like yobbish girls. Like we, you know, we really did see that as like a laugh. Um, but, so I really do think in my experience. Um, That's changing, man. That's good news. Sorry, I slept with a girl once and she actually pulled the list out after. And said, You're joking. And she wrote my name and went 76. <gasps> you should have put her on Dick Advisor. That's right. I'm on there actually on Dick Advisor. I've got an amazing five star review. Have you actually? Well, no, did you no, write no. it, Russell? <laughs> no, are you, I, there is not a Dick I Advisor. I suck this and, uh, dick because I'm very so, flexible. Hold on. Was it 76 out of 100? No, I was number no, 76. Oh, you were number 76. Yeah, you, didn't yeah, see, yeah. you didn't get a rating then. No, no, no. That's a fir- I mean, that's a first, isn't it? 76 out of 100. Yeah, it's a first. Um, well, I'm, gl- I'm glad to hear that because I've, al- I've always been against. Anything that makes people more sexually repressed. 
nothing good ever comes out of it. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that Grace and her friends had a list and that Danny was number 76. Uh, I wouldn't want to be number 77, eh? Yeah, fucking... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking ruined her. Uh, <laughs> for normal men. Yeah, I'll tell you that. She left in a wheelchair. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I just had to delete any good work I've done. Honestly, guys, really, really good. Fantastic, fantastic episode. Thank you very much, Grace Campbell. Please, please, please get Amazing Disgrace. Is it on audiobook? Of course, read by me. I thought it might be. So I'm, I'm guessing the audiobook would also be brilliant. Um, buy a book from an independent bookshop. Please don't buy it from a Kindle. If you know, On a Kindle list, you absolutely have to. Go to bookshop.org. All the independent bookshops have gone together. It's a brilliant thing. 10% of the purchase goes into the pot. If you go to your bookshop's homepage, it's got a like digital front, and then search for Grace's book from there, they get 30% of the sale. So it's all good. Amazing disgrace by that. <clears throat> Look out for Danny McLaughlin when he's defrosted and comes out of retirement like me and is back on stage, yeah. hopefully in time for Christmas and New Year. And also, check out the Damn Daniel podcast. I've been Russell Kane. This has been Boys Don't Cry. Hit subscribe. Tell us you've liked it. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.